When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Soybeans are used in a number of different products, from food oil to cattle feed. But more demand is coming from the manufacturing industries, as soybeans can be used to replace petroleum. Belinda Burrier is a farmer leader with United Soybean Board. She's also a soybean grower in Central Maryland. She tells me more about how soybeans can be used as a petroleum replacement. United Soybean Board got together with Goodyear Tire, and they started doing research, and they developed a new compound so that they could use the soybean oil as a replacement for the petroleum that they use in their tires. So they have a certain number of tires already on the market, and by 2040, they hope to have all of their lines switched over to soy-based tires. And so another, another thing that we did was picked up with uh, Skechers on the soles of the tennis shoes, same process as the Goodyear tire. So it, it works out really well because the tread on the tennis shoes gives you extra traction, pliability, and it's lightweight. So, and we're displacing, I don't, uh, the use of so much petroleum in all of our products we have to figure out a different way so that we can be sustainable why are soybeans more sustainable than petroleum well first of all it's renewable so soybeans are grown every year it's an annual crop we we don't have as far as it in maryland we're a no-till farmer so the sustainability on the soybean is really fantastic because it's a renewable uh, we don't disturb the soil the soybeans are useful in so many products it's a win-win for the farmer do you see a, uh, a national security aspect here too where we can onsource then those ingredients versus getting it from overseas uh, American farmer would love to have it sourced in the USA, and I think that more sustainability officers are actually looking to source their products from the U.S., so farmers are, are on the receiving end of a really good thing, and it's created such a huge demand that, that we're pleased with how things are going. So, yeah, I, I'm glad not to have to outsource. Is it cheaper to purchase products that are soybean-derived versus Petroleum, For example, those Skechers tennis shoes, is it more cost-effective to, to have a soybean product versus a petroleum product? I haven't actually done the cost analysis on it, but I personally, I, I think that it would be cheaper to go that way because it's sourced here in the U.S. Are soybean acres increasing? Actually, soybean acres are increasing. I know here on the East Coast, there's so many farmers that have switched back to growing the higher leg beans because it's such an easy crop to grow. And we're working on new varieties that, that can be grown out in the Midwest and further. So it's, it's a win. It's a win for everybody. I'm glad you mentioned the Hyolaic soybeans. I didn't want to explain what they were. Why don't you explain to us? Because you grow those Hyolaic beans. I do grow Hyolaic beans. So here on the farm, Animal Ag is our number one buyer, consumer of uh, soybeans. So when they crush those beans, the crush 
what's left is the hyaluronic oil. So we found a place to put that hyaluronic oil. So it's it's in a lot of food products. It's in the tires that we mentioned previously. It's in asphalt. It's in concrete sealer. It's in the foam in people's uh, car cushions. So it's like it's everywhere. If you read the labels on a lot of things, you'll see the ingredients list the oil as their ingredient list. What separates a high oleic soybean from your average field soybean? So commodity, the difference between commodity beans and high oleic beans are commodity beans can be used pretty much anywhere. Uh, it's mostly used in uh, biodiesel and um, a lot of feed products. So the high oleic soybean oil, that goes to a lot of food grade for food consumption and then of course the industry where it's a product for shampoo or coffee made or or uh, uh, mayonnaise it's it's so many products out there. there's over a thousand products already on the market right now and it comes at a premium uh high lake soybean growers do you get a prettier penny for that bean correct yeah, uh, High Lake Oil has a premium of $0.50 cents to a $1.60, maybe a little more out west. And it, it's very exciting for the grower because that's another way that they can bring a little extra income to the farm. Now I want to shift gears here to Farmers for Soy Health. That's another initiative that you are a part of, correct? Yes, ma'am. Uh, uh, we're trying to get the labels switched over so that uh, people know that so- the soybean oil is heart healthy it's good for your eyes it's good for your complexions so many people eat soybean oil from across the world and uh, they have nothing but good reviews on it how does soybean oil for human food consumption how does that differ from their competitor sunflower oil which is kind of under some pressure with the ukraine situation it is under pressure and i'm sorry to hear about that situation but as far as uh, High Lake Oil, um, we do have a little competition, but it's such a good quality oil. It's produced here in the U.S. So many people are trying to source all of their products from the U.S., so we want to be that source. And then I want to touch base on renewable fuels now. There's also use for soybeans there. Uh, there's going to be higher demand for the biodiesel renew- renewable fuel, and it started out in California. It's making its sweep across the U.S. So we have, uh, I think it's seven plants coming online here this, this coming year, and uh, we'll be able to meet that demand. Carbon credits, is that something that you're getting into? Is that something that United Soybean Board is looking at as an option for our soybean growers? Well, we've just, uh, we're reviewing our uh, game plan for this coming year, and carbon credits are one of the things that we're checking into. We haven't made a decision one way or the other, but we know that it's something that we have to look out for, and we know that soybeans are a big uh, carbon sequester, so we know that we have something that we can work with. All right. Anything else consumers should know about soybean trends or that farmers should keep top of mind this planting season? There's just so many things that I could say on that. Uh, it's probably best to just refer them to the UnitedSoybean.org and let them check out all the different areas that we, we touch across the United States. 
Belinda Barrier along with us with United Soybean Board, one of the farmer leaders with USB. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.